0: Hello and welcome to Encountering God Ministries. I'm your host Tom and Sarah, and um, I want to invite you to go ahead and to check out our website, which is EncounteringGodMinistries.org. It just went live. I'm really excited about where it's going and and what's going to be happening through it. Um, you can check out some blogs on there. It's also going to have some e courses coming up. We're working on those webinars. Uh, we'll be having those things involved into that website and i want to tell you really that this is probably the most exciting time that we have as a ministry and that my purpose is to encourage you to build you up and to and to draw you closer to jesus and that is what my desire is to strengthen you and to and to really just speak into your purpose so go ahead and just check out the website thank you for joining me again on my podcast um, and, and yeah, God bless you. Without any further ado, I want to go into Isaiah 61. If you want to go with me there, I'm reading out of the Passion Translation, and, and, uh, my, my favorite translations are actually the New American Standard Bible, the Passion Translation, and at times the New King James Version of the Bible. I do use the King James, uh, for the concordance purposes when I'm studying. I have a Greek and any linear um a book as well that helps me get along in some of these things but uh, we're going to talk about some things uh, today and I want to encourage you I'm going to go through this I'm a very familiar portion of scripture and I will go ahead and I'll make comments as we go along okay and then we'll see what the Lord does okay in Isaiah 61 starting with verse 1 I'm reading out of the passion translation He says, the mighty spirit of the Lord, Yahweh, is wrapped around me, okay, because Yahweh has anointed me as a messenger to preach good news to the poor. He sent me to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted, to tell captives you are free, to tell prisoners be free from your darkness. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about this first of all this. He talks about Yahweh. Now, understand that there's that there's a couple words for God in the Old Testament. One of them is Elohim, which is almighty God. Okay, the, the, this God, it's just God. Yahweh is is similar to Jehovah in that it it talks about a personal God, a God who is a, who is personal to you. This is your God. So, he says here this, the mighty spirit of the Lord. The NIV translates it as, um, as the sovereign Lord. The spirit of the sovereign Lord, okay? But here it's like the spirit of the mighty Lord. The mighty spirit of the Lord. It's the same spirit that came upon the, uh, the hundred and twenty in the upper room on uh, in Acts chapter 2 it's the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead it's the same spirit that Jesus sent to you when he um when he left he left the holy spirit with us this is really good you have to understand how much god really cares about you and understand how much god loves you in the midst of this process you are in a tremendous place right now you are in a tremendous spot where God is doing exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that works in him. And here he is, he is wrapped around you. I love how he says this. It's the wraparound presence of God. It's the glory of God that is on you. It's the glory of God that is on you. It says that he's wrapped around you, Okay, he's upon, he's 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 above you, he's by you, he's through you, he's throughout you, he's beside you all of this. This is where God is. It's The spirit of the Lord. And 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 it's like it's it, it's also synonymous with the spirit of prophecy. Now, understand that in the New Testament, uh, a New Testament prophet and the spirit of prophecy is to encourage you It's to build you up, it's to edify you, and it's to comfort you. Anything other than that is not the spirit of prophecy, okay? And then so Paul can say, I would that you all prophesy. So what he's saying, I would that you all of you come and encourage people and build each other up and comfort each other. That's what our goal is. Now, I didn't grow up that way. I didn't have that in my mind. I, I had doom and gloom when I was thinking of prophecy. I was thinking gloom and doom. Well, that's not the spirit of Christ. Jesus wasn't about gloom and doom, man. Jesus was more, was, was about more than that. And I tell you this because I really feel like the presence of the Lord has got to be upon us in this time, in this season. There are hundreds, and can I say thousands of people that are discouraged now because they're stuck. I remember I was going into, uh, can- well, we were in Canada. I was in a, a Bible college choir, and we, we were able to go into Canada right about Niagara Falls and also the Canadian part of the falls. And uh, and so we got to drive a bus, our, our, our tour bus, into Canada and uh funny stories a couple of funny stories in there but right about 20 miles in or so it just says there's no road for the next 50 kilometers choose your rut carefully and this was back in the 70s i don't know if that sign is still there I haven't been there since but choose your rut carefully and and right now we are in this in in this season where it says that you're going to be in a stay at home um uh ordinance for the next five, six, seven, eight weeks, 10 weeks, whatever it was, whatever it will end up being and choose your rut carefully. You have to choose your rut carefully. You have to spend the time with the Lord, okay? Allow his wraparound presence come upon you. We are in a season now where we need his wraparound presence to envelop us or else we're just gonna get messed up. We're just going to have things that just like, wow, you know, like it's crazy. And because God's tearing away, the Lord is using this time. He didn't bring it, but he's using this time to tear away layers that we've been holding on to because we, we can't play games. We we can't go out there and play church anymore. Okay. It's just you and and the Lord. Sometimes it's you in the store, which the thing I don't understand is how can we go to Walmart or or other stores where there's. A lot of people in the store, but yet we can't meet together with social distancing in a, in a, in a church to have church. It's a whole nother thing. Why are they sending police cars to, um, uh, to break up, uh, parking lot, uh, churches? I have no idea. People are in their cars, windows are shut, they're listening to the pastor, uh, on the FM radio or online, and they're, and they're just there and they're worshiping and the police have to break them up because um because they're not allowed to congregate. Well actually, they're in a parking lot. I've seen more cars at a at Walmart literally. And I it's just it's just tiring to me how some people can get away with stuff like this because they hate the church. I understand people don't like the church. I get it. All right, but Jesus isn't isn't like this. Jesus isn't condemnation. Jesus is not um controlling. Okay, that's all an aside and it's just been boiling up for the last week or so. Anyway, because here here's the thing, you get to the gloom and doom and people can preach gloom and doom all they want, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the message of the Lord. Okay, so God is wrapping around you right now, trying to get back on track here. He's He's above you, he's for you. He's working through you. He's doing things to you. He's doing things throughout you. Okay, he's doing things around you. And he's also walking and he's doing things beside you. In other words, he's joining, he's co-laboring with you. Really, really good. Okay, so this is what he's done. He has anointed me as a messenger to preach good news. He's given me the, 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 the ministry and he's given you the ministry. To and especially, you know, I'm just going to talk about me for now because I don't know much about you um, as, as much as Jesus does. But I got to tell you that God's anointed me to preach good news, not the bad news. He's appointed me to preach good news. I have good news for you today. God loves you. He is for you. He's not against you. And if God is for you, then tell me who can be against you. rhetorical question the answer is nobody nobody can be against you if god is for you so he's appointed me he's anointed me as a preacher to preach good news to the poor and it's not necessarily just physically poor it's also spiritually poor the humble the lowly the depressed i know a lot of people these days that have been depressed i mean they text me they will call me um you know, or I'll go out and then people, how are you? I'm just depressed. Well, I'm called to give you good news. I got good news for you. God hasn't left the throne. God is still in control. God is still in charge and the forces of hell will not stand against him ever. They can't stand against him. Who can stand against our God? I love that song. uh, What a beautiful name it is. He says, nothing can stand against. Okay. I love it. Anyway, Death could not hold you. The veil tore before you. You silenced the boast of sin and shame. The heavens are roaring. The praise of your glory. For Forever you will reign. Okay, what a beautiful name it is. What a wonderful name it is. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. Wow, I just love it. Anyway. He says he's given me this good message to preach to the depressed and to build them up. This is what I'm all about. I'm going to share another verse in just a few moments. He says he sent me to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted. That's what I'm called to do, to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted. How do I heal them? I introduce them to Jesus. I bring them to Jesus and the blood of Jesus, the chastisement for my peace was laid upon him. He sent me to heal the wounds of the broken hearted. Do you have a broken heart today? I got good news for you. God loves you. God cares about you. He longs for you. He, he desires you. He's calling you deeper and deeper and deeper into him. Tell the captives you are free. Tell the prisoners be free from your darkness. This whole point, captives are are people that captives are people that are put into captivity by somebody else okay the Babylonians took Israel captive all right maybe you're in an argument with with, with with somebody or maybe you know you were in a marriage that that is falling apart okay it doesn't matter maybe you're in a church that is that is controlling and very manipulative. Maybe you're in a business that's controlling and manipulative. Maybe you hang out at the bars, which is controlling and manipulative. Whatever it is, all right? You're a captive because they took you captive. It was something against your will. You were taken in captive, okay? Then there are prisoners. Prisoners are people who who have put themselves into prison. They've done something wrong to put themselves into prison. I got news for you. Jesus has set you free and he whom the Lord has set free is free indeed. You are not bound to your past. You are not bound to the things that that have destroyed you. God loves you, man. I am sent to announce a new season of Yahweh's grace. Jesus in Luke 9 stops there. He, he's, he does all that and then he stops at that point. Having him there is a new season of God's grace. In Song of Songs, in the Passion Translation, chapter 2, right about verse 10, he says, he says that the, uh, the days of your barren winter are over. Your barren winter is over. The new season has come. The season has changed. The pruning of the vines, you know, flowers are blossoming. Rains have soaked the earth. The flowers are blooming. All right. This is what this new season and, 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 and later in the, in the, in that chapter of Song of Songs, he says, can you not discern this, this new day of your destiny? This is a new day of your destiny but here in isaiah he says the time of god's recompense on his enemies to comfort all who are in sorrow he bore our sorrows on the cross this is referring to and the reason why jesus didn't mention it when 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 he when he says this remember he goes uh, announcing a new season of of god's grace a new announcing a new season of yahweh's grace this personal god's grace and then he stops there because he was going to take the total judgment and the recompense of God on the cross for us. That's what he was going to do. Through the cross and the resurrection of Jesus, a time of recompense has come to conquer sin, to conquer sickness, to overcome the devil, to, to, to overcome death, to overcome demonic power and injustice. It's not just a vengeance on humanity, okay? It's a vengeance on evil itself. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 and 80, you know, he says, he says, uh, when you go, go and preach this message. The kingdom of God is accessible, close enough to touch. And then he says, heal the sick, raise the dead, and set people free from the demonic presence, the demonic powers that are that are that are encompassing them freely you've received the kingdom freely give it we're announcing it's a new season I'm announcing to you you're in this new season I'm you know it says to strengthen those crushed by despair who mourn in Zion are you crushed by despair today I'm here to strengthen you in in in, in Isaiah the 35th chapter which is really what my calling um, started with all 47 48 years ago i want to read this this is what i was called to do back in 1973 47 years ago my goodness strengthen those who are discouraged energize those who feel defeated say to the anxious and fearful be strong and never afraid Look, here comes your God. He's breaking through to give you victory. God is breaking through to give you victory. He's trading you. He's giving you a beautiful bouquet instead in a place of ashes. He's giving you beauty for ashes. He's exchanging. It's a, it's an unfair exchange. I'm give, God is giving you beauty and he's taking all of your ashes. He's giving you the oil of bliss. I love this word bliss it's joy and gladness. Just think of the most uh, whatever bliss looks like to you, multiply that by a billion trillion gazillion and that's what the bliss will be instead of those tears instead of that mourning instead of that robe of mourning you know when you're when you're mourning, it just feels like a garment around you God's exchanging he's giving you the garment of bliss the garment of joy instead and a mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. He's given you a mantle of joyous praise. You know what it's like when you have a burden lifted from you, you feel free, you feel alive. And God gives you that mantle of joyous praise instead of that spirit of heaviness. I know what it's like to have a spirit of heaviness. My next book is all about that. I had two nervous breakdowns in in 2018. I don't know if it was two or if it was just one really long one, but I had I, I had whatever it was, <clears throat> and I, and I want I had trouble getting up in the morning. I didn't want to get up in the morning, even if I was working. I I, I just I was depressed. I was sad. I had nothing to live really, really nothing to live for. I lost everything. And then the fires happened, and I lost again. Then my divorce happened. I lost again. But the years that the canker worm has eaten, and what the caterpillar has eaten, and what the locusts have, have eaten, and what the swarming locust has eaten, I'm going I'm to have it restored. What the enemy has stolen from me, what the enemy has stolen from you, he's going to have to repay sevenfold. You're not out there just hanging around. You're alive. You're here. You're free. You're motivated. God's got you, man. I know it hurts, but God's got you. God's got you. I love you guys so much. going to be doing some really, really cool things. Again, my ministry, Encountering God Ministries, and, and, and we give you avenues. We give you things that we can, uh, you know, encourage you with to keep you going, giving you resources to get closer to Jesus. I encourage you to draw closer, draw near to him, and he will draw near to you. Seek the Lord as he's approachable. And since the cross, he's been approachable. <laughs> That's a good word right there. Well, God bless you guys today. Thank you for joining me. Uh, go ahead and leave a message in the comments or send me an email at ministries at gmail.com or go to my website at encounteringgodministries.org and there's a, there's a link there to send me an email to keep in contact. Well, God bless you. This thing is going to be over pretty soon. Um, and, and, and so we're going to have to find a new normal. And, uh, and and god's got to be a part of that normal well anyway god bless you have a great day